Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday, June 29th, 2023. So glad you were hanging out here. This hour, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and your headlines from around the world. Next hour, we'll tell you how you can win some fireworks. Plus, Stranger Than Fiction features a guy arrested for assault with Skittles. And a whole lot more. It's all coming up for you today, including your outdoor moment in the 8 o'clock hour with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Stay right where you are. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time now for Celebrity Birthdays. Camelia Mendez is 29 today. Veronica is who she plays on Riverdale. Lily Rabe, Sister Mary Eunice on American Horror Story Asylum is 41. Catherine Jenkins, the Welsh singer who finished second on Dancing with the Stars, is 42. Brett McKenzie from Flight of the Concords is 47. Melora Hardin, who plays Jan on The Office, is 56. Maria Alonzo is 66. That's the LAPD detective Leona Cantrell in Predator 2. Don Dawkin, breaking chains into the fire in Dream Warriors, is 70. Dan Deardor, former NFL lineman and Monday Night Football announcer. He is 74 today. Fred Grandy, who played Gopher on the Love Boat, is 75. And Richard Lewis, you remember him? Larry's buddy on Curb Your Enthusiasm is 76. And Gary Busey is 79. It's National Camera Day and National Waffle Iron Day. And on this date in 68 AD, St. Peter the Apostle, the first bishop of the Catholic Church, was crucified by the Roman Emperor Nero, and St. Paul was uh, beheaded. In 1955, Bill Haley and the Comets, rock around the clock, went to number one. Elvis appeared on Steve Allen's variety show dressed in a tux and sang Hound Dog to a Basset hound. <laughs> that happened on this date in 1956. Okay, let's see here. In 1974, Neil Peart replaced original Rush drummer John Rutsey in 1974. Hogan's Hero star Bob Crane found dead at the age of 49 in 1978. Let's see here. Cannonball Run 2 was released in 1984, starring Burt Reynolds. 
A major league record was set when two no-hitters were pitched on the very same night by two different pitchers in two different leagues. The Oakland A's, Dave Stewart, and the L.A. Dodgers, Fernando Valenzuela. That happened on this date in 1990. Ben Affleck married Jennifer Garner in the Caribbean. She gave birth to their daughter five months later. Huh, how does that work? Uh, that happened on this date in 2005. And in 2007, the first iPhone went on sale. It only had four gig of storage, a three and a half inch screen, and cost $499. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning and a very pleasant good Thursday morning to you. And it is time now for your random facts. Random fact number one, Someone Like You, the song by Adele, came out in 2011, and it became the first strictly voice and piano ballad to ever top the Billboard Hot 100. I guess they always had instruments in there. There you go. The movie Titanic costs more to make than the actual boat did. The Titanic cost $7.5 million in 1912, which would be about... 196 million in today's dollar. The budget for the movie, though, was still more than that. It was 200 million dollars for the movie Titanic. Your next random fact: human uh, human beings only started eating chickens 2,200 years ago. Before that, chickens were mostly used for other things like cockfighting and ritual sacrifice. What? There's no omelets. 2,000 years ago, what in the world? All right, your next random fact. The federal government owns about 28% of the land in the United States, 640 million acres of the 2.27 billion acres. Most of that is in the West and Alaska. Yeah, the government, largest landowner. And your final random fact, the first ever heard, the first song ever heard on the moon was Frank Sinatra's Fly Me to the Moon. Buzz Aldrin played it on a portable cassette player after he stepped on the moon in 1969. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Over. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good Thursday morning to you. Don't forget, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, it's your outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors, brought to you by Arkansas Elite Welding Academy. Coming up next hour, I'm going to tell you I can win some fireworks, by the way, so you want to hang out for that. Got to get a look now at your headlines from around the world. Uh, first, let me tell you, it's being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or 479-253-1234. Headline number one, Wagner Chief Prigozhin planned to capture Russian military leaders as part of last week's insurrection. He fast-tracked his plans after the domestic intelligence agency found out about it. The plot's premature launch was among the factors that could explain its failure. He called off an armed march on Moscow that had initially faced little resistance. He bet that part of Russia's armed forces would join the rebellion and turn against their commanders, according to Western intelligence. Meanwhile, Russia, which for years denied any association with Wagner, appears to be trying to take over the mercenary network. Your next headline, the NASDAQ composite continued to climb as the tech sector's rally pushed on. A jump in shares of Apple and Tesla put, uh, pushed the index higher yesterday, helping it eke out a 0.3% gain. It's uh, on track for its best start to a year through June on record. 
President Biden is racing to reverse voters' pessimism about the economy as the 2024 race for the White House hits its stride. History suggests he's got a short window to boost perceptions of his economic leadership before election year views harden. He started a messaging blitz about what he calls Biden economy, Biden, Bidenomics, Bidenomics. Okay. Highlighting the U.S.'s post-pandemic progress, including 13 million new jobs, an unemployment rate under 4%, and multiple actions to accelerate private sector investments. And Simone Biles plans to return to elite gymnastics competition. Her name appeared on a list of entries for August's U.S. Classic, a competition open to all current and former elite gymnasts who can use it to qualify for the national championship. Of course, the superstar gymnast hasn't competed since the Tokyo Olympics two years ago when she abruptly withdrew from all around, from the all-around team final, citing disorientation that would compromise her twisting moves. Those are your headlines from around the world. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you are having a fantastic day so far. But, you know, it is early, right? It is early. But uh, anyway, glad you are here. And we are having a lot of fun here this morning as we get ready to. And it's just an exciting time rolling into the weekend, 4th of July, coming up shortly. And we've got a giveaway happening where when you hear the fireworks promo sounder, it is basically going to say call now. When you hear that, call in because you could get yourself in the running for your share of $1,000 worth of free fireworks from Nick at Big Rock Recycling as they celebrate their seventh year and, of course, celebrating Independence Day as well. So today is going to be your last chance before winners are announced tomorrow. So be listening for that. Now, speaking of fireworks, after you set off all the free fireworks you win from Big Rock Recycling and Carroll County Broadcasting, you can also check out some fireworks in the air on Saunders Heights. Yeah, the Saunders Heights Overlook providing an excellent view from just about anywhere in town for fire on the mountain. It is happening on July 4th, just after dark. Of course, brought to you by the city of Berryville. So uh, just be looking towards Saunders Heights and you will see the excellent show put on by the city of Berryville. An awesome event. So all the details on these events and, well, pretty much any fireworks show happening in the Ozarks, you can find it at our website, kthsradio.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, this guy kind of made Taste the Rainbow turn into a literal thing. Yeah, it's fun to taste Skittles, but not be smacked over the head with them. A 19-year-old man in Minnesota named Tristan Statina was arrested following an unprovoked Skittles attack. I've never read those words together in one sentence ever. Tristan allegedly walked into a restaurant last Friday afternoon and just began throwing Skittles at employees and customers. The police were called when they showed up. There were Skittles everywhere. Like a Skittle bomb went off. They found Tristan at a nearby business and he was charged with misdemeanor assault, disorderly conduct, and resisting police counts. He was also arrested last month for possession of LSD and marijuana wax. I don't know what that is, but uh, hey... It's possible he was also on LSD when those Skittles were flying. Wow, look at the rainbow colors, man. It's like the rainbow's flying. Double rainbow. It doesn't sound like anyone was seriously hurt. One woman told the cops she was hit in the back with a Skittle and suffered a stinging pain. There's no one. On, <laughs> there's no word on her condition, uh, but it doesn't sound like it was life-threatening. I hope it wasn't. Anyway, that's from The Smoking Gun, and that is Stranger Than Fiction.
Good morning, dear friends. Thanks for being here. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Glad you're hanging out with us on your Thursday. Well, there is a fun event that's coming up on July 8th. You've heard about this. It's the family-friendly peace, love, and a new library fundraising festival presented by Walmart. It's happening at the City Pool Park in Berryville. There's going to be all kind of fun stuff happening there that day. And you have a chance to get in free, and it's fun, too, because it's like a little... uh, scavenger hunt, a little treasure hunt kind of thing, because 30 lucky peace rocks have been hidden in and around businesses and public spaces in Berryville. They're painted pink with a blue peace symbol. You find one, take it to the library, you get in free to the festival. Now, some of them could be gone, some of them could be there, okay, because we've been giving out clues the last couple days. I'm going to give you some more clues today, and that is ice cream ice cream okay mystery bookstore oops i think i just told you uh well you know that one's free let's see it's not hidden valley ranch it's a different something something and ranch in berryville money is stored here with two letters in the front of the name swimmingly it'll go swimmingly if you go here and look for one of those peace rocks and if you're not thinking of me maybe you're thinking of in Berryville and I'll give this one again Luther Burger Luther Burger okay yeah Those are some clues for you. Go find those rocks and get in free. It's all for a great cause with the Berryville Library. Good morning. Good morning. It is great to be with you here on your Thursday. Of course, every time of the morning on Thursdays, it is time for your outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Brought to you by our good friends at Arkansas Elite Welding Academy. It's a private trade school less than two hours away in Quitman, Arkansas, with individualized training and decades of instructor experience, providing a realistic on-the-job environment, giving students the most sought-after skills in the industry. You can become a professional welder in as little as three months. Tours available most Thursdays at 9.30 in the morning. To learn more, go to ArkansasEWA.com or call 1-833-ELITE-10. That's 1-833-ELITE-10. All right, Chase, what do you got for us today? Good morning to you. Well, good morning, Ike. It's uh, another warm week here in the Ozarks. Definitely had some hot, dry days, and it's really helped these farmers get their hay cut and the hay down and baled before the moisture gets here. Speaking of the moisture, we got a little bit of rain forecasted for next week, so I'm going to talk a little bit about some food plot maintenance. In my opinion, early spring is good for putting your summer plots in. You know, late summer is better for putting your fall plots in, but right now it's kind of end of June, 1st of July, and I'm going to think a little bit outside the box. I want some plants in there to be maturing around the mid bow season you know hopefully october early november and i'm going to be putting some soybean down soybeans a good option if you can get it to grow it's a little cantankerous but it's a really good option for your deer because it's got a high protein content the deer really enjoy it if you get forage soybean not a commercial like a planter grade soybean but a forage soybean it's got a lot of stock a lot of forage for these deer to to chew on and eat on like i said hopefully by planting them in july or late june they'll mature out more towards the end of October and, you know, first of November when the deer are really starting to move and, 
you know, the rut might be coming on, so I'll have something good on my food plot for them, not just your clover and brassica and stuff like that. Be thinking of that, work your soil, you know, maybe go out there, spray the grass the next couple days, get it that uh, herbicide in there working, killing the grass, mow it over, do something like that. Crimp it if you've got a crimper, break that circulatory system, and it'll, it'll kill that grass also. Get you a no-till drill if you can afford it. By far the best way to plant these seeds. A lot of extension offices and, and land agencies will have these to rent. You can get a several thousand dollar machine rented for a few hundred bucks best method to put in soybean corn big seed like that if not you can also get a drill planter i've actually got a couple of these if someone's interested wants to borrow them or use one i'll come out and show them i've got it cut down to where it pulls behind an atv works pretty good not as good as a no-till drill but it's better than hand broadcasting so it works pretty good so get them in the ground got some rain coming up hopefully in the next few days and then i'm going to periodically go out and spray them with some water with my atv sprayer you know, give them a little drink through the drought, the hot, dry July and August. Um, I've already put some soybean in a couple weeks ago, and honestly, it's actually coming up pretty good. So it can be done this time of the year. You just got to get that seed depth in there a little bit and covered up, and then get them a little bit of moisture and let them let them do their thing. Also, look at putting some mineral blocks and stuff like that out. I've said it before, but the deer have got velvet on right now. They're really needing that protein for antler growth, and the fawns are on the ground. So most of your deer are going to spend the majority of their diet, probably 50, 70% is going to be natural forage and, and browse. On the native vegetation whether you got a food plot or mineral out there but it's good to give them something to choose from and have a little bit of extra to help them out this time of year so get out there think about your deer herd your food plots get some stuff in the ground if you can if you can't just wait till fall and we'll talk about it again you guys have a great weekend and have a great fourth of july this coming tuesday now your headlines well additional details are coming to light regarding former arkansas quarterback ryan mallet who drowned yesterday while vacationing in Florida with his girlfriend, Madison Carter. According to sources, Mallet was rushed to a local hospital but pronounced dead there after being caught in a rip current when trying to swim back to shore from a sandbar with several other people. Nobody else was injured or died except for Mallet. Mallet currently had been serving as the head football coach at Whitehall High School and had recently brought a group of campers to the University of Arkansas. Sad story, no doubt. And in Boone County, Arkansas, deputies have arrested a man in a deadly shooting. Donnie Calderwood of Harrison faces capital murder and aggravated residential burglary charges for the death of Dale Eugene McIntyre, 63, of Belafonte. Deputies responded to McIntyre's home on the afternoon of June 26th and found him dead of a gunshot wound. They believe McIntyre was killed in the night. And finally, A mother from Mountain Home will spend 18 years in prison for stabbing her own son to death. Rebecca Henley, 44 years old, pleaded guilty on Monday to a second-degree murder charge. Police were called to a house in March of 2022 for a victim with a stab wound. Henley's 16-year-old son later died at Baxter Regional Medical Center. Investigators say Henley had called 911 herself, saying that she had killed her son and told investigators she killed him for righteousness to save everybody. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant good Thursday morning to you. It's being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Well, do you ever go to a restaurant and everybody knows what they want and you're still sitting there looking, looking, looking? Oh, hey, start with them. You know, go around the table and you're hoping by then you'll somehow come to the conclusion about what you want to eat. Well, there's actually a term for this. It's called menu anxiety. It's common, I guess. 
You know, one of the best things about a restaurant is honestly when their menu doesn't have a lot of stuff on there. The more stuff that's on there, the more different things they have to make, you know, keep it simple. And it also cuts down on the fact that you don't have to study the menu for 20 minutes before you know what you're going to eat. 30% of us get uh, menu anxiety, especially younger Americans. That's not surprising. 41% of people in their 20s, 30s, and early 40s get anxious compared to just 15% of people older than that. It's just food, by the way. Our top tactic for dealing with it is something you've probably done. Tell the server to come back to you and take your order last. So what are we stressing about when we can't decide? The most common answer was, what's going to taste best? But it's not the only thing holding us up. The top three things we're thinking about when we order are the taste, the price, and how long it'll take to make it. I never consider how long it'll take to make it because if you're eating with other people, it doesn't matter. You're only going to get your food as fast as the longest order is going to take when they bring it out together. Unless sometimes you go to a restaurant, they bring out your food or a couple of people's food, and then the other people don't get their food for like 20 minutes. I'm usually the one that's not getting my food for 20 minutes. Maybe I should reconsider what I'm ordering. Uh, how messy the dish is also made the top five. And if you're in that younger demographic, you might also be worrying about the environment. Only 7% of older Americans think about the environmental impact of their meal. What, like a steak or something? That is the, I never think of that. The only environment I think of is how it's going to taste inside the environment of my belly. Get in my belly. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.